Hello and welcome to episode 17 of the Brannigan Communications Podcast. I'm joined today by Julie Doherty and Nick Kudris. Kudris, sorry, I screwed up your last name. I think it sounded good. We're off to a bad start. The best pronunciation of my last name that I've heard in a while. Well, you say it. Kudris. So Kudris. my second one was right. Well, no one well, gets two it right. times. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, thank you guys for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. So this is kind of a weird one because today we're talking about storyboards based on a staff presentation that Nick, you gave uh, mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. The caveat is I was not there for the staff presentation. So this is kind of a learning experience for me as well. So Nick, maybe just since I wasn't there, um, do you want to just kind of lay out a little bit of what the presentation was about without you know, re-presenting it? Oh yeah, absolutely. So um, our initial thought was to kind of allow everyone to visualize um, sort of a marketing or a client project via storyboards. And like storyboards, if you don't know, are like a piece of paper, you know, like squares kind of set up linearly um, that display or visualize or have notes on a story. Um, so, you know, our thought was we, we can kind of put the ball in everyone's court and see what they visualize. And um, I think we had some good results. So what is the, so I know I looked into storyboards a little bit. Who like typically would create one? You know, like, so we can get into maybe some of it, how it might apply for us here at Brannigan. Mm-hmm. But, you know, generally, like, who creates a storyboard? Is it the actual, is it a, like, you know, who on, on a movie staff or a video staff would do that? Um, so, I mean, anyone could really do it. I, I remember when I was uh, a little kid, I did a little Star Wars storyboard <laughs> that was kind of lame. But, um, on, like, on, cute. On, a, <laughs> on a movie set, I would say, like, um, maybe the director would visualize, you know, kind of draw out something for an editor and then hand it over to the editor to... Because, you know, a director, when they're shooting a movie, they have their vision for what they want. Um, and actually, we used a Star Wars example. But, um, you know, so usually the director will hand it over to the editor, maybe the producer, or maybe there are execs that have specific needs that they need to implement into this video, whether it be like sponsorship or product placement or something that they'll hand over. So really the sky is the limit as far as who can do one or, and who would do one. Basically it's just a communication tool and um, you know, it's a, it's a very powerful one too. Yeah. I was kind of looking through it. That question came from the idea that a lot of the storyboards that I was looking at, and I know there was an emphasis in your presentation looking through it on, doesn't have to be good art right. necessarily. <laughs> no, it does not. But a lot of the ones I looked at were pretty impressive looking, like even for sketches, like they were nice. So I was just one, you know, you have to have some sort of a kind of an artist background mm-hmm. professionally to do it. Not to say that, you know, you can't employ a storyboard if you can't draw anything. Right. Yeah. The focus is definitely on um, kind of conveying the story and not so much on artistic ability, but... Um, Maybe there's, you know, artistic directors or directors of photography who kind of can do it and, and kind of draw something out. So, mm-hmm. do, can I ask, do you think they do a lot of that for like, let's say I just saw The Lion King, like for CGI stuff? Do they oh, do I, a lot I, of? oh, yeah, absolutely. And 
Um, you know, another example we had is like comic books do it. It's, it's kind of just naturally how comic books are. That's They're what it reminded like me. Yeah. Pain to pain, like panel That's to panel. Mm-hmm. So I think our, uh, animation, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I want to get back to potential, one other question I have in terms of work, but back to the staff presentation. So you laid out storyboard, how to use it, what it could be affected effective for mm-hmm. and then you had um, people kind of split into teams and, and do what because I was looking at this part and I did not understand what <laughs> I was looking at so basically we we kind of wanted to tie it back to client work and and you know make it something that we can relate back to our company so uh, you know we get, made up all these little clients for our teams to use and they basically had a project either a social media campaign or like an Instagram stories or um, you know a commercial or something like that that they were going to use and the thought was you have to make this little promotional storyboard for the product or the sale or um, you know event or airline launch uh, (laughs) was one of them (laughs) Um, and then you, you know that's how you visualize this piece of creative that was going to be part of this campaign for these clients. So you guys gave the teams the product name and like what it was? And yep, the campaign idea, uh, the company name, hmm. and then pretty much we were like, go, go crazy. Okay, so then, Julie, you were on? I was on Air Pitbull team. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, um, ours was, um, we had to figure out, I think Pitbull was having a contest for his new airline. And so, and so ours was developing a campaign for the contest. So we storyboarded that out. And I think we did like a trip to some Caribbean island or something for the party. And then just like drew out the campaign or the, it was more like a, not like an ad. Sounds but like yours was like a commercial. Yeah. It was more of a commercial. Most of them were okay. more advertising, mm-hmm. uh, social media kind of video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Focused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we had. Um, it was good fun. I love Pitbull. <laughs> How did it turn out? Your good. Your it was good. So yeah, she had uh, actually. They had. Um, uh, you played the song too. Yeah. So there was like a an uh, I musical know. element to yes. it that they added. So would Pitbull be playing? Through the whole flight? Um, I think so. It was kind of a posh flight. You know, we had yeah. people with champagne and everything and storyboarded that out. So, yeah, it was kind of like a luxury plane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Sounds amazing. It, it does. And the thing about storyboards, like, the more details, the better. So, like like she said, champagne, and mm-hmm. there's it's posh. And it's yeah, luxury. and I think we had, like, celebrity guests on mm-hmm. the plane, too, and we storyboarded all that out. <laughs> so how did you like that process of story? Like, have you storyboarded a lot before that? No, I have not. I, I like it because, actually, I've grown up, like, drawing and stuff. So right. I like I like doing that. So for me, it was fun. I don't think we um our the intern on our team Lindsay did all the drawing and she did pretty good. Oh okay. Yeah. So then Janet and I just kind of we all talked through it and then Lindsay we had Lindsay talk through each like board and we drew it that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you felt like it was a good way to kind of plan something out. I mean, I can yeah. see it in some ways versus just like writing something out. Yeah, like you, I saw you doing it the other day on your desk. 
But there's no real sketches on there. <laughs> no, but you were still using I'm it doing as a, a hybrid, hybrid version. Yeah, and I think that's okay because you're, you know, you're still conveying your vision with words. And notes are fine too. Words are fine too. Um, yeah, I think we had notes on each yeah, bottom kinda, of the. Yeah, it's not like there's no words. On you see it. the no. timeline and you see how everything should be progressing. That's really the main point of these. Yeah, and one thing just researching for this that I saw that was interesting that made sense to me is um, by drawing it out before you are actually shooting the video, you can kind of see like how you might want something to be framed or exactly. if you want to add certain things to scenes mm-hmm. or something like that. And that does make mm-hmm. sense to me as like a, you can't really think about it until you visualize it maybe. Right, and there's there have been times I do, when I've done interviews uh, like these talking head interviews, I always kind of like to sketch like a, it's basically a square with a circle in it, but I can see where I want his head to be, where I want his eye line to be, or his or her. Um, so I think having that is, is a great way to get ideas out. So do you use it a lot in your, posi- like, um, in your position? I've been more and more, okay. I have found. Um, we did something for a client recently, and... Um, I didn't have to sketch anything, luckily, because we had a lot of stock footage that we were using, and I um, kind of just screen grabbed those and kind of. Oh, put so those you can do our, that too, like yeah. screen grab and. Yeah, it's kind of a little, a little bit of a lazier way to do it, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that's one of the questions I had that we are working on this project where, mm-hmm. we had all of the footage, mm-hmm. so I'm so I was kind of curious, like how we're using storyboards for this particular project, you know. It seems like for a lot of movies, they're storyboarding something that's about to be created, like this whole world, and mm-hmm. they are kind of controlling it, Yeah, how it's going to look and feel through these storyboards. Mm-hmm. We are sort of like working backwards in this case. Yeah, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that, you know, like I said, it's a communication tool. So certainly when you have a pre-plan, uh, production plan in place, and you, you know, sometimes there's a story there and you, you're already you already know what's going to happen and you want to get it out there. So um, that makes sense. And then sometimes you just have to communicate what you're, you know, what you're thinking for this particular project. And that's Mm -hmm. totally fine. I guess it's more like what I'm thinking is when you're, when you're shooting, when you're planning for the unknown, when you're, when you're in total control of it, that's one thing. But then when you have everything, it's, it's a known quantity. We have all this footage and now we have to go back and piece it together. Mm Mm-hmm. They are, the storyboards are similar, but it's also like, for me in that case, using it for this project is more of like an organizational tool. Yeah, yeah, I I could totally see that. I guess it is for either way. So we're organizing the, you know, footage we have already, so Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's where I've seen it really be helpful because it's not, I mean, I guess I could sketch out the existing footage and that would still make sense, but even just to like have scenes quote unquote right and when there's a visual element to it already like you have the footage already i don't necessarily see the need to sketch out footage you've already shot Mm -hmm. like that's redundant i feel like it's like the stock footage i had for the other project like i wasn't gonna sketch out stock footage because i have the stock footage here i might as well put it in a timeline and see what it looks like right right that's a good point yeah so like going forward if when we have these other projects that we're gonna start working on at brannigan we're going to try to have more of a actual, we can try to adapt some of this storyboard in, you know, in these projects where we 
it is still unknown and we st and we have to go out and do it but before that we can try to visualize it you think that would make sense yeah to to an extent um you know if we're shooting something for a client and we know we're doing an interview with this person at this time we can ballpark on how we want to frame the shots and and how long we're going to hold the b-roll and how long we're going to shoot the you know the a shots too um but you know, another part of it is scouting locations. Like, you don't know necessarily what the place you're shooting at is going to look like with this guy or girl or whoever you're shooting with. So, um, you know, maybe there's a really cool backdrop that you can utilize, and maybe that's not in your storyboard, but you, you don't gotta, know. You kinda, do a lot of people do that for like locations? Yeah, do they'll the do storyboarding. Uh, like on or? you know, commercial productions or okay. Hollywood productions, they'll scout location. Um, they have the budget for it. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> In our case, in some examples, we would we would be showing up to the location to either shoot that day or maybe shoot the next day. We don't necessarily yeah. have the benefit of a lot day. of planning. Yeah. yeah, but I agree that we would still benefit from putting it, having some sort of a plan in place, and then always being ready for you know kind of organized chaos and you know being able to move things around. Yeah, absolutely. My, I mean, my mindset when I go into shooting something is to plan as much as you possibly can and always expect it to completely change. Yeah. That's true. That's a good plan for any kind of project. Because <laughs> it will. You, yeah. you, you have to roll with the punches. Right. If you're prepared, you'll be more prepared to roll with those um, unexpected events as well. Mm -hmm. So kind of wrapping up our conversation, I thought, since we were talking about storyboards, um, Let's talk about favorite movie scenes, favorite moments in movies. Um, see, I'm a huge nerd on this. Like, I could, whenever I see a really great shot that's framed really well, I'm like, oh, man, that's awesome. Do you think, you probably don't think like this, but do you think, like, what the storyboard looks like? Or, like, because now I'm kind of thinking about, yeah. I'm even just, like, researching scenes for this. It's like, I wonder how they mapped that out and how close it was. Well, like I said, I just saw The Lion King, and totally wonder how they, especially with CGI, how they map up each scene and animal and mm -hmm. it's crazy and you just saw uh, oh yeah once upon once, once upon, upon a, time a time in hollywood yeah was there any good shots in that in that yeah there's a ton of great shots the way that he kind of captures you know that period of time in hollywood and you know he, you can tell he really has an affection for it the way he's kind of shooting you know even if it's like brad pitt like driving down sunset or hollywood boulevard or whatever and he's capturing all the marquees in the background uh, yeah he's he's bringing you into the world a lot. yeah so there's yeah. storytelling elements that are just like completely necessary yeah and you know and just this doesn't necessarily show up on a storyboard but you know like the music on the radio and like the mm -hmm. sounds like everything pulls together for really a, good for world building yeah. yeah right so it, i mean i'm sure his it would be interesting to see one of Tarantino's storyboards. Yeah. I can imagine they're very detailed. Oh, yeah, there there really might be cool. some online. That would be, oh, yeah. like for older older projects he's done. Yeah. That would be cool to see. Yeah. I was looking, there are a lot of interesting, like from classic movies, like storyboards. Mm -hmm. So yeah. another one of my favorite scenes to set you guys up, the kitchen scene in Jurassic Park with the raptors. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's specific. That's classic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I was trying to think of like one kind of piece of a movie not necessarily like a half or a, yeah. something a little bit more contained than that mm -hmm. i'm trying to think um 
I would have to say like Jaws. Mm. <laughs> like the shark coming out of the water. Like the mm-hmm. beach scene, like the initial. I, yeah, and now I have a love for sharks. Oh. <laughs> Weird. Like <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, like it's Shark Week this week on Discovery. Well, yeah. Shark is it really? It is. Oh, I've it's never seen Jaws. so. Oh, oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah, I should see That's it. That's surprising. You should yeah. see the first one. Anyway, just the shark coming out of the water. and Like that first introduction yeah. and the way that they set up the... It's like a perfect day at the beach. It's Everyone's having a and great time. And the music, time. like and you said. The, they build like the mm-hmm. dread because you you know something's coming from underneath the water. But yeah, yeah that, totally. That's a good way to do it. Oh, that's interesting, yeah. You've never seen Jaws. I got to watch it. Yeah. And, you know, I've been watching a lot of 80s movies now because I started mm. Stranger Things, finally. Like I just started it. I'm through season two. And um, so I should maybe go back and watch it. But I was thinking like my scene, like, there's the scene in, I don't know, do you guys watch Stranger Things? Mm-hmm. Yes. So there's the, the big monster or whatever in the second season that kind of is like the, the kid draws out a bunch. Oh, and yeah. there are some scenes where like they kind of like he has like flashbacks or visualizes it and they use the graphics where this big monster is over the town and stuff. Oh, I just yeah, thought yeah, that yeah. It was really grand and like big and I thought that was just a great shot. Yeah, that was cool. He was kind of storyboarding the monster. Yeah. <laughs> like the yeah, cross totally. house. Yeah. That's a good... The monster is good. <laughs> spoiler. Yeah, yeah spoiler. Sorry. Um, yeah, but uh, maybe I'll check out Jaws. You need to. How can you not see Jaws? Any other favorite scenes? Hmm. Favorite scenes. What about Star Wars? Star Wars? Oh, there's a bunch. Um, like when they're pulling up to the Death Star for the first time. They're or like, like that's when the Millennium Vulcan goes. Mm-hmm. Oh, with the uh, hyperspeed? Yeah. I think that was a storyboard in our presentation. Oh, oh yeah, really? yeah, yeah. With like Han Solo and Chewie. Or, like, yeah, they're kind of sitting. Like, you the see like the, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of another mm-hmm. scene. Like, just like, like out of Africa or something. Like just the whole African scene. Well, Lion and King. And Lion yeah, King. And holding up uh, Simba. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah a, that's a good one. That's a pretty iconic scene. It is. I like the original one better, but the one I just saw was good it was good the new one. yeah so I have been I was like catching up with like Tarantino movies before going to see the new one. Oh, you did have you guys watched any of them um I've seen what's the one with oh so that's John Travolta like, yeah. um pulp that scene pulp fiction, pulp fiction mm-hmm. that scene is one of my favorite scenes yeah. when they go on their date yep. yeah and Vincent Vega and uh Mia Wallace I don't know if it was Wallace. That sounds right. It was right. Uma Thurman. It was Uma Thurman and John Travolta. <laughs> Let's just say that. But yeah, that like that whole scene, like their dialogue is really great back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then they do like the little dance and stuff like that. So that's one of my favorite scenes. That movie's crazy because it's just all over the place. Yeah, storyboarding like, that is mm-hmm. not linear at all because he things jump around and they but they also come back and connect to each other later in the movie or like before, and it's like these mm-hmm. playing with time like something happened after something did in the yeah. movie but he shows it before I just yeah. saw something where they were, they were in the diner and um, the robber is like in the background you like barely notice him it's like a frame the robber is oh. in the background if you catch right. it like you can see and then like later in the movie that whole robbery scene takes place so right they come back that. to it at the same time like mm-hmm. stuff yeah. like that is just genius it's awesome yeah yeah, yeah. i haven't seen a lot of his movies but yeah pulp fiction that's another yeah that was a good scene i also had um the scene in zodiac always comes to my mind when he goes into the basement Jake Gyllenhaal. Never seen oh, that. Never seen, seen that one. That's, That's good. good. It's pretty creepy, but it's creepy good. Creepy one. Is that 
Robert Downey Jr. Two thousands. Yeah. David Fincher. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't think I ever saw that. That's a good one. Um, I really liked the the whole heist scene in um, Ocean's Eleven. I think oh, yeah. it was really entertaining. Oh, yeah. It's just one of those I scenes where Ocean's like if you <laughs> if you watch it, like if you pick it up halfway through, like you just have to like watch it because it's just so entertaining. Mm-hmm. Or the end scene too with the fountains. Yeah. In yep. Vegas. Definitely. Definitely. And what about like okay now. I'm, Kind of going off topic, but like, what what happens when you know the storyboards go wrong? Like where the editing isn't great and the continuity is kind of thrown off. Like I think I'm, I'm thinking of an example, like The Dark Knight. Hmm. Like that's a pretty classic movie. Heath Ledger, like great actor, mm-hmm. but there are scenes, and I was like watching a recap of the editing, and there are scenes that are just they don't make sense. Huh. Um, mostly action scenes. So like. And things like that, and then the new um, Queen movie biopic, oh, Freddie Mercury, Bohemian Rhapsody, has a bunch of really fast cuts that, like, are out of place and things like that. So, do you think? I guess I don't know what I'm where I'm going with this, but like, do you think like storyboarding could have avoided these bad edits, or do you think the edits came about because the storyboarding wasn't there? Do you feel like it was just a weak storyboard, or I don't know, or is it something with action scenes in particular that, or is it the editing? Yeah, because the storyboard to the editing is a long process. I mean, it's like it's not like one and then the other. Yeah, right. So yeah. it goes from way here. To well, it's like the 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 Dark Knight example is like there's a car chase and like one of the cars that exploded isn't exploded in a scene later, and it's like a, oh. you don't really catch these things as the viewer, but if you're like super like analytical in your editing or your you know film filmography, like you'll. You'll notice and you'll be like, oh. Well, I feel like you who does that, a lot of that, could catch that, but me is... But I don't. I don't, you don't? really. Like, when oh, I'm watching but a But you just brought it up. Like you're you, not paying attention to that. That's yeah. true. Like, yeah. I'll watch videos where they talk about it, and they go, oh, well, this is probably not not great editing, but... Okay. Um, so you catch it on the back end, but right. you don't necessarily when I'm, when I'm just, like, watching a movie because I want to relax and watch a movie, I, I don't really notice. You're Unless not, it's, like, a really good shot, and I'm like, wow, that's a really good yeah, shot. Yeah, so you're not looking at it for editing or storyboard purposes when you're doing a movie. That's, like, a second... It's, like, in the yeah. back of my mind, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you create your storyboard, but then you actually go shoot... It mm-hmm. might be hard to go back to the storyboard after you're like, oh, well, here we go. But to keep you in check with stuff like that, I think it would be really valuable to go back and refer to it. You yeah, know? yeah. If things change in the process of actually shooting, I think that's one thing. But in terms of, like, yeah, making sure you're hitting the details mm-hmm. or, like, how you initially wanted it, like maybe you forgot about something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And anyway. It'd be cool to go through, like, a whole, whole movie production just to see it from start to finish. I would love that. Yeah, that would actually, be sweet. That would be. It's nice. a good documentary idea. Wouldn't that be? Well. <laughs> but it would just be cool because, yeah. like, we all love movies or even TV shows or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they storyboard for Probably. episodes. Do you oh think? Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So anyway, mm-hmm. all right. Well, any other scenes? Otherwise, I think we have done a good job explaining storyboards and their importance. We're gonna continue to use them more and more here at Brannigan. So. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was a good, valuable presentation. Yeah, I had fun. Yeah, it was it. fun. It was a great activity. Good team building. <laughs> Air Pitbull. It was yeah. no Air food Pitbull. wars. I we had to follow food wars, and it was just. It was. It was still good. <laughs> Not everything can have food. Food wars, wars were stressful, <laughs> but a fun. <laughs>
All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. A reminder to all of our listeners, thank you for being out there to like, subscribe, comment on all uh, previous episodes. And thanks for listening.